everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is the Cousin Connection podcast. Come on, you gotta come in with more energy. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's start this again, okay? Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'm gonna keep that all in though still. Okay, fine, we can. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Cousin Connection podcast. podcast. I'm Sarah Lee. My name's Amir Abdullahi Harun. You had to just do all that? Mm-hmm. I think every episode I'm going to use one of my different names. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Lee. <laughs> I don't want to talk about my other names that I have, that I used to <laughs> use online. <laughs> like Monkey Box. I was just thinking <laughs> of that. Where did you even get that from? I have no idea. You know, I was thinking And it of, was spelled Monkey Box. Because Monkey Box was taken. Oh. <laughs> And Where I had and I had one from? like King Gore. It honestly my my one. old names made no sense at all. We can go back. <laughs> Isn't your Xbox thing still Monkey Box? Yeah, it's still I still use it in a lot of places, which is kind of sad. But you know, I was sticking with the cheesy Amir was taken. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. follow me as Amir was taken on uh, all my socials. As if you use them. I just realized we never put our socials into the end of our any of our we really recordings. Didn't. Yeah. Okay, so we will off. we'll start doing that now. <laughs> So, uh, if you didn't already know, our Instagram is at Cousin Connection Pod, P-O-D. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, okay, it is. I almost <laughs> forgot it myself. <laughs> if, you're, if you want to stalk us in, in real life and follow our personal pages, Amir, what's yours again? Amir was taken. A-M-I-R was taken. And mine is... What is yours? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, change it all the time. <laughs> um, mine is... Give me a second. Ali, A-L-I, Sara, S-A-R-A, and then two underscores. I remember why I did that. You should probably change that. No, I did that because I didn't want people from work to find me. Ah, to smart. Up. I thought ahead. All my work people already have mine. If you leave, yeah. I can follow you. Mm. I don't use my socials, so it doesn't matter. Like, I don't use it like that. I know, but like, mm-hmm. if you ever posted anything incriminating, there goes your job. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, I'll let you start. What's the, what, what are we talking about today? So for today's episode, we wanted to cover a very interesting topic, something that Amir is like super passionate about. We're going to talk about what guys do in the shower. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, wait, did you change what we were going to talk about? <laughs> no. Okay. This was expired. Shoot. I almost clipped the mic there for a second. I, I was inspired by this, of course, through TikTok. I feel like there should be a whole section ded- dedicated to things I've learned on TikTok or right? things that I'm inspired by TikTok. I've learned so much on that app. So like, okay, tell me, do you ever do this? So when you're standing in the shower, mm-hmm. first off, just just make sure, this is not a serious podcast, so you know, just, just, <laughs> just set your standards. Okay, when you're standing in the shower, yeah. do you ever just like let the water, okay, I'm going to stand up for this. Do you ever just, ah, oh shit, <gasps> one second. <laughs> do you ever just like let the water come down? Where do I put this mic? Let the water come down and like pull up in your hands yeah, and then you like just this. drop it yeah <laughs> Yo, <people. laughs> i do that people do that right yeah I thought that was just a guy thing because no. i saw it on tiktok no i do that i looked at the comments and all the girls were like what are you talking about oh my god like, that's not a thing and then sometimes you cross your arms uh, yeah i always do and that you let the water pull up and then you just drop it yeah why do we do that in the shower i don't it know makes no sense at all. i do a lot of like strange things like i have full-on concerts do you ever do oh, okay you have concerts yeah 100 percent. do you play stuff while you're in your shower I do have, okay, let me tell you. How Bef- long do you take showers for? You know, Anything more this, than 10 minutes. Like, oh is this God. a judgment-free zone? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever have those like, tough days? 
mm-hmm. where you're like, you know what? let me okay, just hop okay, in the shower. Okay, and it's like going. 40 minutes. Yeah. And the water starts to get cold and you're like, all right, it's time for me to get out. <laughs> <laughs> there are some you just stand, lean against the wall, let the water just hit contemplate your back, life. Just contemplate life. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, why? What am I doing with my life? I guess I kind of transfer that over to my walks so i used to do that in the shower <laughs> but now because i walk every day i just do that on my walks you know what i do what? you you okay so i have like a shower playlist where mm-hmm. it's like just sad songs because you know the shower emulates oh the rain God. so do you play i bet you let the rain fall down uh duh <laughs> i start with that but you know what my favorite showers do you have a shower song like the one song that you always sing i in don't the play shower? anything in the shower <gasps> if anything i'll, do you sing? I'll pay a, i'll play a podcast come on i'm boring Okay, in the try shower. it if you have a concert in the shower yeah it's gonna change because my showers last like seven minutes it's gonna last longer if you have at least five songs in the rotation that's 25 minutes probably roughly, if the songs are five minutes long but you got it bad it. by usher in the shower with the rain <laughs> i just thought of the music video i was like oh, it's literally actually. the i'm recreating the music video in the shower <laughs> Yo, i'm too busy doing water bending in the shower Wait, you ever do the water bending? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Where sometimes you're you like let the water like like hit your arm in a certain way <laughs> that the water shoots out your fingers so you can like shoot out the water. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, shit, I pulled out my headphones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and the thing is, is like uh, you're gonna talk about skincare. <laughs> no, I was gonna but, ask like, you. Yeah. Do you use three-in-one products? I use whatever's in the shower. I'm one of those people. So like, doesn't I don't I've never bought a shower product in my life. I just use whatever's in the shower. Lo- honestly, when Gizman moved out like a couple years ago, no. I was I was screwed for a minute there. <laughs> she took everything. <laughs> she took everything. <laughs> All the nice ones that I used to like with the nice smells and everything. <laughs> oh my goodness. And now I'm stuck with like watered down shampoo that my mom doesn't want to get rid of. <laughs> I used to hate when my mom did that. She still does that. I used she does to it with she does it with conditioner. Like, no, what? you can't do that with conditioner. Exactly. It's it doesn't even it's not it doesn't mix well. I know. Oh no, but you have to like shake it just to like get it. Exactly. So now I'm stuck with them like off brand shampoo with like a l- couple squirts left in it. So I have to like ration it out over time. You gotta let's go skincare shopping. And like hair care shopping. I'm just going to wait till Gizmon comes here and drops off a bunch of skincare stuff again. Because if you see my closet, it's a bunch of samples <laughs> and like stuff that I just, you know. I, Any PR packages yeah. that still come here, you're and like. And moisturizes, well. I use it. That's it. It doesn't. That's it, all you use? Huh? Just For my face? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you use toner? The hell is a toner? Oh my God. I used to, actually, I used to have discoloration on my skin. I remember. I don't know if that's it. Yeah. I remember you used to That use was a weird time. Yeah. What was that? Um. It was herpes, but it wasn't <gasps> like, it wasn't like herpes because herpes is a general yeah. term, but like it was a, it was a cold sore with it, which is a type of Oh, herpes. and it spread? And it spread, I guess, because it was a cold sore on the, on my lip, on the side of my lip. Like it didn't look little, like it though. Because I hit it like as much as I could. No, at first, because essentially what happened was, <clears throat> so the story starts off in the morning, I wake up like, you know, sometimes after you eat like pineapple mm. or you know back in the day when you used to have a freezy and you'd cut the uh, little web on your lip yeah. on, your, on your lip so i cut that and i don't know i think it got infected oh shoot because i work with my hands a lot at work and like maybe i touched it with some grease or something and it got infected and then it started to like uh um, eat away up? at the skin and <gasps> blister up like really bad blistering to the point where i couldn't open my mouth if i open my mouth it would open up the sores again so i'd have to keep my mouth sh- shut 
I don't know how I I even went to like the center with it sometimes, <laughs> but I didn't realize this. But it was contagious in a way that like it would spread if I touched it. So yeah. I'd be like washing my face, <gasps> and I'll touch it, and I'll touch the rest of my face, and literally everywhere I touched on my face. Oh, pus shoot. bubbles oh, this is oh really my gross. god but bubbles of like pus would like build up on my face and they eventually they would burst and they would leave like dark skin spots on my face yeah i'm getting i'm getting grossed out just talking You're about scared. it you should get you guys i wish you could see my face right now i'm kind of like freaking out a little but bit. yeah so i didn't know what was gonna happen and um uh, i went to the mall one day and uh, gizman told me to get like some type of like it was keels i remember yeah, i was, was there with like you guys keels face uh, like an oil, or oil or something like yeah. that the one bottle it was like two a hundred milliliters or something mm. was a hundred dollars but and did I it work to, yeah, yeah i dabbed it on my face i feel like honestly if i left it it, it probably if, uh quickened the process mm. but if i just left it it would have evened out eventually but at that point it was bad like because i had a little bit of hair on my face like mm. I, I got a quote-unquote beard it's like a <laughs> fake beard it's like really <laughs> raggedy but at least it covered up what i did have at the time uh, but if I fully shaved off my face, it would mm. look all discolored and like I look like Charlemagne on his early days. Remember when he had like oh my discolored? god, yeah, I remember yeah. That. So uh, that was a weird time, and I I was scared that it was gonna be forever, but eventually it went away. But it was just confusing. I was like, I don't know why I have pus growing all over my face. I had to like wash my pillow every night. It was gross, and I, I think I didn't even use like my regular pillow. I put like towels over it, and I'd wash the towels. So yeah, because if you're like rolling over, exactly. Because at first I didn't know that, so I was sleeping with it, and Shoot. I would get it. I would wear. I think I wore like. Oh no, I didn't even wear a thing. I had to put like Vaseline over my face. That's it. Uh, over my. You cut. didn't buy like the cold sore medication, the cream. No. Did you not know what it was? I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a cut that got infected. Oh, I thought shoot. like just putting Vaseline on it because Vaseline is like the cure-all for the African community <laughs> or any type of immig- immigrant community. So I did that and it didn't work. And then I got, and then eventually that went away, but the discoloration was still there. Oh. I don't know what I did to get it away. I think I, maybe I went to the doctor and they gave me something. So maybe I did actually use a steroid or some type of cream to clean it up. Because I think that's when I found out it was a herpes. Yeah. My yeah. brain my brain is just putting it together now. I did go to the doctor mm. and they did give me a cream for it. So I did have something for it. Um, Mask probably would have helped at that point. I wish I could have just worn a mask and it would have been like public. This was so long ago, right? I don't. I, I remember this, but like it feels like a long time ago. Um. Yeah, it was probably like a couple years ago now. Or so no, that was the last years, time. Honestly, like four years ago now. That was the last time you had a skincare routine. Yeah, basically. <gasps> so now all I do is when I wake up in the morning, I'll wash my face and I'll put on like with uh, what? Huh? What? Water. What else do you use to wash your face? That's it. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about like? Do you ever use soap? Like <laughs> soap? Like, do you use anything on your face? No. Have you ever washed your face with soap? Uh, when Gizman was here, <laughs> 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 when she was, she, when she was telling me what to do. Oh my god! There was a time where I was like really into it. I would ask her, okay, when do I use this? When do I use this? When do I do that? And I was, like you every guy, a, you got bored of it. You had a multiple step skincare routine. Yeah, and I just wow. gave up on it because it was too many steps, man. You had to do it in the morning and at night. Yeah. Nah, nobody's got time for that, man. What, what do you mean? It's like literally you you master how to do those steps in like a couple of seconds. It doesn't take a couple of seconds. Okay, it's like you gotta max, let it set. max five minutes. Five you ha- minutes. You have five minutes. Five minutes feels like a lifetime when you're just focused on like but it's putting like, stuff it's on like your face. It's like a moment. Like it's just like, I don't know. I really enjoy the process. <laughs> it is not for me. My, my skin is fine though. That's why I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't do anything. Do you think like maybe doing your stuff to your face initially 
kind of makes it uh, reliant on that. Like, I've noticed a lot of guys who never touch their skin are perfectly fine. But actually, no, I guess it goes both ways. Like, there, there are a lot of guys who have uneven skin. There's a lot of girls who have uneven skin. So it's it not depends. Really, yeah, I don't think it really depends on what you put on your face. Sometimes it is. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes your skin does become reliant. Because now, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've always had... I've always had like combination skin where like some mm-hmm. parts were dry, some parts were more oily. Yeah. So if I was to like shower or wash my face, if I didn't put on moisturizer on my face and the rest of my body in like 2.5 seconds after exiting the shower, yeah. it'll literally, my skin will feel like it'll tighten up and get super dry, which is weird. And it's so uncomfortable, especially in mm-hmm. the winter. It's not as bad in the summer because there's like... My face, my face has actually, it never gets dry. It's my, the rest of my body that gets dry. <coughs> Because I have eczema, so like mm. I have to put on cream on my hands and stuff, and like thankfully n- now it's not as bad it as it used good. to be. Looks pretty good. Yeah, n- because I've been putting cream on it all the time, right? Like I have good. that eczema cream. Go like this. Huh? Go like this. Oh no, that's callus. Callus is different. Oh. Callus is that's forever. I'm, so I'm it's not gonna go away. Well, eventually it will go away, but I'm always gonna work out, so it's always gonna be there. Can't you just like sand it down with like a yeah? File? I used to use a razor blade, and I'll cut it off my hands. No, razor blades work, man. You cut it off, it comes flat, and it's perfectly fine. Why the hell would you yeah. do that? You Guys, just cut off is, your there's skin? there's a pro tip right there. If you have callus, use a razor blade. Don't you bleed? Uh, If you cut too deep, yeah. But you should be fine. Don't worry. It's, it's nothing too crazy. So, like, literally a few minutes before we started recording, we were talking about, like, I don't know. I just randomly <laughs> brought this up. It was a random thought I had. But do you remember in elementary school, for some strange reason, every pro- project we had to do had to come with a brochure. Why did we make brochures in elementary school? <laughs> no it made no sense at all. I have never touched a brochure or looked at a brochure. Really? Okay, maybe like the maps and stuff, but like why was that a skill that we needed in school? They taught us a lot of things that we actually didn't need to. Yeah, but like, like brochures, like well, why was that the medium that they wanted us to learn how to do like, certain I've things? I've done so many brochures. Yeah, and I would work like hard a on them too. Part of school. <laughs> I know. And then you just completely forget about it. Like it never comes up again. You never had to make a brochure in high sc- in, uh, in university. No. And like I don't know. Brochure- I wish we did more papers in high- in like elementary school. Like actually write out essays and stuff. Essay. Oh yeah. Didn't we write essays in elementary school? Maybe that was our essay. Actually, I'm putting it together now. What are you okay. Talking about? Okay. Brochures. Were the summary of the essay. Brochures are basically like essays put into like a visual format because think about it like brochures had the front page which gave you like the main intro intro of what you were talking about maybe even a thesis like a thesis in an essay and then it would be broken down into different pages of the different paragraphs to like you know make your arguments and then the back of it had like your conclusions maybe that was their way of building you know i'm trying to find You're a reaching. reason yeah i'm trying to find a reason they made us do these brochures mm-hmm. but ultimately there was no reason for it i feel like there was probably a better way of teaching us how to put together a maybe project they were of some teaching sort. us like how to summarize information like to take a, a broad topic and summarize it into small points yeah i wonder what they do now in creative. schools though because i feel like the all paper stuff is kind of out the window especially with the online schools at this point like powerpoints maybe i don't know do they still do powerpoints oh powerpoints were a thing weren't they or like there was this one thing that a lot of kids started using in, in university mm-hmm. what's it called like deck some, what was it called some kind of cool like website where it like moves it's like a moving slideshow 
I can't this is what, what kids are using these days? Well, it was like when I was like in my last year of school. That's what yeah. they were. And I was like, what is that? That's cool. How do you think things are going to change? Like um, there are a lot of kids who like now their whole school experience started online, if that makes <laughs> sense. Like I, I wonder what that transition is going to be like coming back, even for people not only in school, but from work. Like, do you want to go back to work now to work in an office five days a week? Hell no. No, right? Do you think they're going to make you guys come back to the office? I think now that we have proved that we can still be a productive mm-hmm. team at home yeah. for the last year now, yeah, I think they're going to make it mandatory for us to be there on certain days for like meetings and stuff. Yeah, but like they, they can do, they know they can do those meetings online. I know, but it's like the hassle of like, what if some people choose to come into work? And oh, then they're so gonna to have make to like everybody feel like they're even or whatever. Yeah, so they might have like because that's what my, that's what my manager was saying. Like, yeah, we might have like some days where it's mandatory to come in, which I feel like they're gonna do Friday and Monday because like yeah, you know they like to torture us people like that exactly. exactly. Um, but like you could probably pick like she was saying, but like I just I don't know. I really don't know. They they might who knows what they're gonna do. Yeah, I feel like just because my job it's so hands on, mm. they're gonna try and get us to come back in five days a week. But honestly, like. Uh, we've we've gotten so used to this process of working we real we realize that you don't actually need a physical office to do a lot of the jobs that we do and you can work almost even more efficiently when you uh-huh. don't have to be in an office all day because yeah. the thing is that driving into the office is a whole job commuting Co- in commuting, itself yeah takes out so much of your energy and honestly like if you're driving mm-hmm. that's one thing but if you have to take the ttc i feel like you can milk it and be like i don't feel safe Exactly. And and I feel like there's an opportunity here for the government to maybe uh, start pushing because, of course, there's global warming mm-hmm. that people are worried about. Mm-hmm. And if they can reduce uh, the amount of people that are commuting on the roads, they can, you know, they can spin that away saying, oh, we're going to create less uh, toxins in the air with less cars on the road. And but pe- I feel like people are there are more cars on the road because no one wants like buses and stuff are empty. Aren't yeah, they? Are no they one not? wants to take the TTC. Yeah, they're scared. And the TTC makes money for the city, right? So I guess maybe it w- they will be more incentivized to tell people to start going back to the office. Um, but like after two years, almost two years, or well, it's been a year. A year now. A year of, uh, I don't know why I keep saying two years. It's more than a year mm. of getting used to this process and people realizing how little they really need a physical office. I don't know exactly... There's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of issues they think are gonna be brought up when uh, everybody's fully vaccinated when everybody's kind of safe to go back. Yeah. Which I don't st- I still don't think that's gonna happen until like 2022. Yes. What same. year are we in? 2021. 2021. <laughs> 2022. I feel like it's not gonna be a hundred percent back to normal until 2022. No normal. Yeah. Probably 2023. Like normal normal where we don't have to wear masks. Well, and like everything's no open no 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 because there's a lot of examples of places. Even right now in America. Or Texas. Yeah, where people are back to normal 100%. Texas. Like, there's this whole whole, uh, propaganda out there going like, oh, you know, they're going to try and keep control and, you know, keep people somewhat, like, in a way that they can control where they're going and what they're doing. But we've seen multiple examples now where people are going back to exactly how it was before in places in Southern America where they probably shouldn't be back to normal just <laughs> due to the numbers that they're seeing exactly but in other places in the world like china or korea or um new zealand 
Mm-hmm. And those places are perfectly fine. They're having concerts right now. They're that's crazy. Working in they're I, I, honestly maybe we should look into what they're doing when it comes to but they were so working. strict. Oh, remote working. Yeah, like uh, to because a lot of the times, especially in America, I know I bring up America a lot, but they're they're a larger population. We're so connected to those people down there in the south or southern <laughs> south of our border. Yeah, where like. They always say, oh, um, uh, there's no correlation between the restrictions and the amount of COVID cases we're getting. It's all because it's flu season and all that stuff. And that has something to do with it. But then you look at other countries around the world and you see examples of them having strict restrictions, going back to uh, like taking, t- making sure that they're having no cases, taking the proper precautions, and then they're able to open up 100% with no issues. And... Uh, for a lot of the, I guess, um, uh, issues that they have, they can easily look at other places around the world for their answers, like healthcare, uh, like right now. Um, oh, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say mm-hmm. it's because they're obedient. They have an obedient population. America? No. Oh, the other places. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's because of that. I don't want to say the First Amendment. I'm not gonna say fr- like freedom of speech is uh, freedom of speech is a good thing. It allows no, but mm-hmm. the reason why they're not obedient in North America is because they didn't have strict guidelines from day one. They were kind of like, okay, we're gonna do a lockdown, I guess. Oh, okay, so you're talking specifically like, about COVID? Okay. Yeah. yeah, like I think you should like implement masks now, like mm-hmm. three weeks after the virus, like yeah, was like rampant in in the country. Mm-hmm. So, and we've. How long have we been on a lockdown? It's been a whole year. Like, things haven't really changed. Yeah. So now every time they're like red zone, gray zone, whatever that even means. No, nah, it's all bull. It's, we're it, we're tired yeah. of it. Like, so people are just over it now. Like, they're yeah. obviously they're like, we still follow the rules or you try your best to. But there mm-hmm. are people who just don't care anymore. And I don't. It's fatigue. People are just tired. Yeah. Like, what have we seen? Like, it, what outcome have we seen so far? Yeah. And, uh, and it's because they weren't as, rest- as strict mm-hmm. as other countries could have been like, um, Though they say that they didn't get the information, they didn't know all the information right away. Uh, once they did they know knew. all the information, yeah. Once they like, once they made it public, they should have followed suit with those other countries. And maybe they just didn't the want to seem like they didn't want to be dramatic about it. But like you should have been. But the, they had the opportunity because at that point, even the people who are now like fully against this whole lot of restriction or mm-hmm. COVID in general, at that point you could, they could have at least taken advantage of their ignorance of the virus. Mm-hmm. Cause at that point, everybody was still scared. They thought it was like fully deadly. They didn't realize yeah. how like there was still some, it wasn't as deadly as they thought it was. Exactly. They could have at least taken advantage at that time where people were still scared yeah. and put in those harder restrictions and made it seem as bad as it really was. Uh, so, we weren't we don't find ourselves in the situation we are now and are more uh in line with the people who are currently open in other places in the world mm-hmm. but like like one thing that i noticed is like if we just did a strict lockdown for like three weeks maybe even a month max mm-hmm. i don't think we would be suffering till today because even though they said lockdown people were still going to work we were flying in and out of the country as we pleased mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there wasn't really like yeah they should have just stopped and i know it's hard to just stop something overnight Mm -hmm. but like you know isn't there like a well they should have restricted the people who were able to kind of go back and forth depending on the cases but exactly how do you do that what are the logistics of it all that it's kind of uh hard to put together in the amount of time that they had to um 
but yeah, that was just uh, it, it's it's a really annoying situation. But um, the coffee's wearing off. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're recording this late at night, guys. But um, there it's was nine p.m. It's not nine p.m. <laughs> Yo, for me that's late. What are you talking about? I'm an old man. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Mass shootings. Yeah, like, did you know? Uh, in this year, the since the year began, America has had 102 mass shootings already. What? Mm-hmm. Just in the past Three two months? weeks. Oh, two weeks. Just in the past two weeks, there were two major ones that made the news. There was a guy who the one who had a bad day. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what actually happened in that one. <laughs> He's basically he was someone who had like uh, um, an issue of going to the uh, massage parlors that had those like special happy ending massages he had an issue with he that? had he had an addiction to it okay. and he's like i had to get rid of the addiction and the only way i thought i could do that is by killing everybody in those parlors and he went to like like five different parlors and killed everybody inside there and totally killed i think 10 people uh six of them being asian which goes back to what we spoke to earlier on that other other episode um, that's not that's not a bad day that's a mental illness that's why the cop who actually said that oh he was just having a bad day was scrutinize so much is because like a bad day that's not a bad yeah day. that's there's something clearly going on there and i mean i think he should still be held accountable even if it's a mental illness because like you can't just go around shooting people and then not be held accountable yeah and i, I think we should get away from the whole mental illness thing because these guys should be held responsible for what they're doing right and then the next week there was a guy in i think it was colorado who killed 10 people in i think a walmart or uh, Oh yeah! What happened with that? I briefly he just he just walked into the Walmart or whatever store this was and killed ten people, killed the clerk, killed customers, everything. Why was it like a hate crime or? Honestly, it doesn't matter why. It's like no, but like Mm -hmm. who just wakes up says I think he was gonna go to Walmart and shoot some people. There, it's it's all it all it doesn't matter what the reason is, but the issue is that this happens all the time in America and they don't do anything about it. There's all this talk that happens at the time. Mm. And it goes back to like, even even if we're talking about any issues that are brought up that uh, involve uh, either guns or black rights, they're always like, not now. This is not how you do it. This is not the time. After any mass shooting that goes on, the news, you can you can see the difference, right? You go on CNN, they're talking about, you know, there needs to be harder restrictions on guns. And then you go to Fox News and they're saying, uh, this is not the time to talk about it. <laughs> it's Fox News. What did you expect? Uh, but it's it's like uh, it's it's annoying because it's always turned into something very political. But it's it's a human issue, right? Like there's a lot of this the issue. This the 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 um, solution is very simple, but there's so much propaganda and so much like um, politics that's involved in it that shouldn't be that kind of muddies the waters and makes it um a lot more of a harder issue to tackle for america in a way that like because the people who can make these changes they have voters that they need to appease in a way Mm -hmm. and a lot of these voters love their guns they Mm -hmm. love and they feel like and they're hearing that propaganda from the right side saying oh they're trying to take your guns they're trying to um um take away your rights take away your and rights freedoms. and freedoms your right to bear arms when really that's not the case they're, they're not even trying to take away anything from you they're just trying to restrict access to it exactly in a way and it's uh, and you can as we were talking earlier looking to other countries because mm-hmm. that's why i wanted to kind of 
connected to mm-hmm. was you can look at like what happened in Australia. They had a mass shooting and they just banned all guns. That was guns. New Zealand, wasn't it? Was it Australia or New Zealand? I think it was Australia. In the mosque? No, 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 no. The New Zealand shooting? No, I'm talking about back like I think it was like the 80s or 70s or something like that. There was one mass shooting and the government acted right away. They banned all guns. There hasn't been a mass shooting in Australia since. Yeah, I think I can't. I, one of them, one yeah, of my and friends, like said, I think like cops don't even carry guns. I think. Maybe yeah, I don't. I don't up. believe they do actually. I think they carry like batons, but like, isn't yeah. that crazy? Imagine cops don't carry guns. Yeah, I think it's just like the regular beat cops, like the cops that you see uh, yeah, patrolling sure the have, neighborhoods, yeah. and then of course they have like the other cops, like the mm-hmm. SWAT teams and everything that come through with guns. Um, Imagine Toronto police if they didn't have guns. Oh no, no, no! That would be impossible. <laughs> it's because. They're dealing with the guns that are coming over from the border, from the south, where gu- or America, where everything. How do you smuggle sold. a gun into over the border, though? Like, oh, they they always find a way to smuggle something over, and the Canadian and American border isn't as uh, patrolled and protected mm. as the uh, like the southern border, the one between Mexico and the U.S. Oh. And if people are able to get through that border, yeah, and they with do guns and drugs and everything, then of course they're going to get through the Canadian border. <laughs> through our MP or our uh, can you just like uh, throw cops. it over? <laughs> uh, there's some places where there's no border at all. Like there's yeah. literally just a clearing of trees, and then you can just walk across. And they probably have like someone monitoring it somewhere, but I don't think it's as rigorous as what you see in the south. But interesting. <clears throat> um, yeah, and I don't know. It's just the what? What do you think? What do you think? America like they have a, such a a gun loving culture. Like, I don't know when they're going to realize that, like. I feel, honestly, though, like, I feel like there there have been um, initiatives to, to bring awareness and, like, to ask for the gun laws to be amended. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been asking for that. Okay, yeah, so... <laughs> They've been asking for that. It's not something new, but for some reason, the, I don't know if it's the Republican, they're the ones that are for mm-hmm. guns, right? They just keep winning or they, they're, they, they keep getting their ways. And, and for some reason, I feel like Americans, like mm-hmm. true Americans, yeah, anything that seems like it's taking away their rights and free, like anything, mm-hmm. they are so against it. Do you think they're justified by that? Like, I don't know, because in America, we don't have the freedom of speech. In Canada, you yeah, mean? Yeah, in Canada, in Canada, we don't have freedom of speech, technically. Like, we can't go out on the street and say whatever we want, because we have laws that, like, we have uh, hate crime laws. So like, We have freedom of speech, but there's conditions to it. That, then that's not freedom of speech. I know, but... So, which I feel like, so I guess my argument is, um, which is better, like, the... the uh, having the American First Amendment, Second Amendment of freedom of speech uh, and and uh, the right to bear arms. We've seen that what has happened when mm-hmm. you have those in place, right? Mm-hmm. Like we see the consequences of that. Yeah. And their argument right now is like, oh, they're going to try and take away our rights. But it's like, but these rights are like, a lot of people are dying because you have these quote unquote rights. Right. Um, so at what point do you start pulling back? At what point do you start saying, okay, maybe we're going a little too far. We're taking this a little too far because now it's being taken advantage of by people who can make money off of it because it's all really comes down to money. Obviously. Like the reason that they're not putting in 
laws to um, um, res- restrict the the ways of getting a gun is because probably there are a lot of gun lobbyists out there mm-hmm. who are saying, yo, don't even think about it because we're paying your salary, basically. Like, a lot of these politicians are being paid both on both sides. Their sponsors are from, like, some of the biggest communities. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not biggest. Corporations. Yeah, and, and... I can't remember what documentary I watched on Netflix about this. Was it the 13th? The 13th? You probably, it's probably brought up in any documentary that has to do with an issue doing coming that within America because yeah. a lot of the issues stem from money, yeah, and uh, big companies lobbying these politicians, basically paying their salaries to put through or block anything that might mess with their money. So the final solution, I guess, is to get money out of politics. I don't know how it works. That's in impossible. Canada. Like in Canada. We had that issue where, like, uh, there was conflict of interest with Doug Ford and even Rob Ford back in the day when he was alive, mm-hmm. uh, where they were hiring people that family members that were in their fa- like to do certain things for them yeah. and paying tax money out of it. Yeah. Um, and thankfully, they were scrutinized scrutinized about it enough to where uh, they most likely any other politician probably won't do the same thing. But I feel like in America, it's so ingrained in their whole system that it's not even something that's really brought up or it's not something that's really, um, they're not really taking these guys. Um, cancel culture doesn't exist in poli- in American politics. I think that's the issue with cancel culture is they're not canceling the right people, honestly. Like if they... No, it like literally doesn't exist in... Like, look at their freaking look at Trump. Well, yeah, because Trump is literally a racist, <laughs> and it doesn't exist in politics. It exists for celebrities. For some reason, they have a m- yeah. more of a moral obligation than your freaking president of the con- of the United States does. Yeah. They they pride themselves on this whole concept of the land of the free. Mm-hmm. Are you really free though? Yeah. So um, people are probably gonna hate us, hate me for saying this, but I feel like um, at what cost? is your freedom of speech at what cost is your like second amendment like how many people are dying from you fighting for this right and is it worth it and you know a what, lot of them will say it is worth it to like i don't care until finally the only reason they'll believe the only reason they'll they'll start working to kind of maybe roll back some mm-hmm. of these laws mm-hmm. or these uh freedoms uh, quote-unquote freedoms that they have is when it happens to one of their family members. If, yeah, if when one it of their family directly affects them. Exactly. But the thing is, is the gun laws should have been adjusted or changed or amended after the first school shooting. Yeah. If if kids are getting shot for no reason yeah. because one person... Sandy Hook. Wasn't that Sandy Hook where the dude literally went to took his mom's gun, went to her school and killed like a bunch of children? Sandy Hook was more recent, but there are so many other ones that happened before yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about like the little kids. Like there were little oh, kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And I remember even, do you remember like Columbine? Oh, yeah. That's the first that one. Was the that first was the first major one, one I that believe, I like yeah. That I've heard about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, people just go into school. Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, mm-hmm. that's a thing? Yeah, I think there was someone talking about it where uh, they were doing some class, um, like some class thing where the teacher was like, getting uh their opinions or like uh, why would you need a cell phone in class because you know how that's like a big thing Mm -hmm. where kids Mm -hmm. say oh they don't need a cell phone and the kid wrote down uh just in case there's a school shooting i want to have some way to contact police and my parents wow it's like what do you say to that it's like of course you can't you can't the reason now like the fact that the kids have to now 
uh, the, their their excuse for having a phone in class is because there might be a school shooting and they might need it on them. What about the lockdown drills? Yeah. Have you ever done that? Like where Never. they literally, t- you haven't done a lockdown drill before? Like for a shooting? Yeah. They used to, they no. used to like in, in my school, they yeah. used to literally teach us. Mm-hmm. We would have drills where we would have to hide under our desks. Never lock the did door. That. You did that? Yeah, we couldn't. We couldn't because the doors would have like the glass thing, mm-hmm. so you weren't allowed to be in front of that. Like if you were in that line of vision. Which school was this in? The one where you guys were in Coxwell? No, Satek. In Satek? Yeah. Satek was wild then. I don't know. We never had any lockdown drills like that. And really? Mount. Yeah. No, we. You never had a lockdown drill? Not for where you had to go under your desk and all that. Yeah, never we had once. to be like away from the door, away mm-hmm. from any windows, like. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we don't even have school shootings here like that. Like, mm-hmm. I guess, no, we did. Um, There was one in Danforth Tech. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Wasn't but, there one there? But the, the difference between shootings in Canada, like, I think there was that one mass shooting that happened in, like, uh, New Brunswick or St. John or something, or Halifax um, last year or a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, if there is ever a, quote-unquote, mass shooting, it's usually never directed towards uh killing other people um like there was that shooting in the park i think last year where some kids got shot by stray bullets i don't know if you heard about that but it was because there were two rival gangs that were shooting at each other but it's not like someone took a gun and intentionally went out to kill a bunch of people random Uh, the danforth shooting yeah, but it's not as um, often as you would see it in America, yeah, I was like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in America, it's literally happening every single day. Where, and at what point do you be like, okay, we need to start rolling back some of these rules and laws because the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, was more something that was made three, two hundred, three hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, mm. at a time where it made sense that everyone should have a gun. Like you're living in a place where uh the police i don't even think the police existed at the time and you had wild animals most likely wild animals surrounding you and like it made at that point it made more sense because you had to survive sometimes you had to use it for hunting and all those and still having hunting guns makes sense but when you have a automatic rifle in your house and a bazooka it's like what do you need a bazooka for for real that like uh, it makes no sense listen all i'm saying is America is a third world country with a Gucci belt, okay? Yeah, that's... That's what they are. Because why do you need mm-hmm. guns that people use in a war? Mm-hmm. It, and it's your hobby, allegedly, mm-hmm. to collect guns. Yeah. And what are you going to do with these guns? And a lot of them say, oh, it's for fun, you know? We just but like what's for fun? Exactly. What are you shooting? What are you shooting, though? What's uh, for fun? They're just shooting targets, but it's like... Go to a gun range. But the thing is, yeah, they can do that, but also... Okay, so you're doing it for fun. So you're saying your fun, you having fun and being able to do these things are worth the amount of the kids dying from this, for the amount of uh, um, random uh, innocent people dying from this. Like it doesn't make sense. It it doesn't. And and they'll say, oh, it's because you're Canadian. Like you know, I don't know. It's, you didn't grow up. No, with but these. like people can like. Okay, so I I learned this recently, but apparently mm-hmm. in America, anyone can buy a gun. Mm-hmm. But you need to have a a license to carry the gun. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just gonna keep it on your waistband. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, but like I'm, I'm but sure. No, that's a th- it. Depends on which state you're in. There are oh. certain states where you can go out and just buy a gun from a gun show, and um, 
take it home with you and no one has to know about it. And you don't have, have to have register it. it. Maybe you have to register it, but at that point, if someone has some ill intention with it, and they it doesn't matter because they can just go to the store or and buy it, and maybe they have to register it later. But like if they already have it in their hands yeah. and they have the bullets, what is it? What's what's the registering process even worth at that point? If the person can the next day go out or even that same day go out and commit whatever horrible act that he wants. So or there's a whole a complete overall overhaul, and it, it does require to have some type of cultural change in it because. Guns are a huge part of their culture as well, and I can but see what? why it's. it's so I can weird. see why. No, I can see why it's tempting or it's. Um, it, it is cool. It is cool to shoot guns. You know. Is it? Uh, I've never shot one myself, but all the people that have that I know have said, "Oh, you know, it's fun." And I feel I, like they think it's fun because it's like a power thing. But like, who do you have power over? Because you have a weapon. So you're saying you, you never wanted to go out and shoot a gun? No, I had no. What? I've never had an interest to shoot a gun. Yeah, I I truly do have an interest. To at least try it out once. I've never t- even touched a gun in my life. I'll try. Yeah, me neither. I've seen it once. Yeah. In high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. From a from a police officer, right? No, someone like brought it to school. Oh shit. Yeah. Should you be like exposing someone? Like? I mean, I didn't say who. <laughs> I just said someone brought it to school. Yeah. They flashed it, and I was like, oh, my God. Nah. It's a gun. But and then I ran for my life. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't aiming it at me, yeah. but, like, there was a fight. Mm-hmm. I think he was using it as a sign of power, like, mm-hmm. come at me, and I'll shoot you. Yeah. Actually, the guy, the other guy was from your school. Of course he was. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's some real Satek Birchmount beef or something. Yeah, it was, beef like, right beef. There. It was beef, but... Um, yeah, but it's just frustrating because every week we're hearing about these mass shootings that are going on. and the, the But even like, okay, I feel like America's issue is the mass shootings. Mm-hmm. The issue in Toronto is like people don't know how to communicate and they solve their beef by just killing one another. The gang violence or whatever it is. Yeah. The gun violence, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And I guess that's the argument that some people can make. They're like, oh, you guys have a bunch of gun restrictions and you still have shootings yeah. in your city. Yeah. But it's not at the same level as what's happening in America at this point. I mean, Toronto's gun violence is like pretty bad. Yeah, but do you walk outside being scared that you might get shot? Uh, it depends on the area that you're in. But for the most part, no. I'm no, not. right? Yeah. But I feel like that's something that... Every time I go to the States, well, depending on the state that we go to, mm-hmm. I have that in, that thought in the back of my mind. Yeah. And... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should ask people who actually live there to see if they ever think about that. I feel like it, it, a lot of teenagers probably do think that way because mm-hmm. they go to school and uh, they're... Uh, I feel like this is such a dumb response, but they say, oh, the answer to having... The answer to gun violence is having more guns. But that is not the answer at all because if you're in the middle of a mass shooting... You're and telling me you're going to just walk up and be like, don't shoot or else I'll shoot you. But that's the issue because let's say there's, there's someone walks to a school. Mm-hmm. He has a gun and he's shooting people. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else has a gun too. So they pull out gun, their guns. They're just going to kill each other. That's Because if you don't know who the shooter is originally, th- there's no communication to tell you who that shooter is. So you might be end up being shot by either a cop who's in the school yeah. or by another student who thinks that you're the shooter to begin with. Because uh, these kids are just walking around with guns in their hands, pointing it around, looking for the shooter. They'll just, it's, it's, you're setting yourself up for failure at that point. The only time I would ever agree with that rule is if there was a mass shooting and someone else saved the day because they shot the shot, they shot the shooter. 
But, but how I've, often do you hear that? I've never heard that in my life. I've never heard that scenario. Yeah. And it maybe it does happen, but it's not as often. I'm as sure it. they would broadcast that. Exactly. Because they would use that towards their like campaign, like, we should have more guns because yeah. this guy saved the day. Yeah. and, and But it still doesn't... Um, avoid issues like what happened to sandy cook ha- sandy hook like what you have five-year-olds carrying guns now <laughs> i just that that story never sat right with me like mm-hmm. how do you go into an elementary school mm-hmm. and kill little kids like nah, that's you gotta be crazy for that honestly like you're you're and it's, it's always you know how like we're muslim yeah we're always called terrorists and, and no those people are terrorists exactly those people are actually never called terrorists no but they they actually are i've yeah. always said this that's why i want to avoid every time you say it i'm avoiding saying the word it's a mental issue no maybe, they're terrorists yeah they're terrorists in a way like um dylan roof or this is dylan roof uh the one who went into the church and killed he's a terrorist yeah he's a terrorist straight up he is yeah and and uh, for some reason the news is like so against using that term it's only if <laughs> Uh, don't even get me started. I'm gonna get upset now. Mm-hmm. It's only if, if it's a Muslim person, it's a terrorist. Mm-hmm. If it's a black person, oh, um, it's a gangster. It's a uh, mm-hmm. you know gang. They, they violence. pull up their history from like when they were 13, and they put out one photo with their gun hands or whatever. Like, look, he was a thug. He had a violent look at upbringing. Him, he was evil. <laughs> he had one parent, like a broken family, and this is what happened. Mm-hmm. But if it's a white person, oh, he had a bad day. He had a mental illness, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, literally, they say he had a bad day. Let's 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 remove the stigma of mental illnesses, mm-hmm. guys. No, let's remove the stigma of calling white people terrorists. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. Yeah, and it's it's a very frustrating situation. Um, <laughs> I'm mad. Now you're mad. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about something else. I don't even want to talk about them anymore. Uh, like, here's the thing. Because I know. There are there there are good people and there are bad people in every single race. Mm-hmm. There are bad there are bad Muslims. There mm-hmm. are, there are Muslims who have extremist views, but there are white people who also have extremist views. There mm-hmm. are black people who have extremist views. Asians, brown, Mexican, mm-hmm. whatever race you are. Mm-hmm. So, but the frustrating thing is that Muslims had to work so hard to denounce the fact that. Not all of us are terrorists. Mm -hmm. We had to be like overly nice Mm -hmm. so that people wouldn't look at us funny. Mm -hmm. You had to like exaggerate yourself like in the airport. You know, thankfully, like I've never been stopped. But the only time that I was, I remember I was in um, the Heathrow airport. Mm -hmm. And I've heard like a lot of people have had bad experiences in that Mm -hmm. airport. They're just annoying. Mm -hmm. But I remember I was wearing like a a denim jacket and a tank top. Mm -hmm. And my hijab and whatever. Yeah. So the lady's like, take off your jacket through, through customs. And I was like, I can't. I'm wearing a short sleeve under. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't care. I'm like, well, I'm not taking it off. Mm-hmm. Like, you can you can look if you want. Like, I opened it like this for her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I'm not going to take it off. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, you're not going to take it off? Okay. Come with me. Mm-hmm. So I looked at I looked at the people that I was traveling with. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where are you going? And I was like, I don't know. But I'm not. I'm sorry. There's like 300 people behind mm-hmm. me. I'm not taking off my jacket. Like, yeah. I don't care what you say. So she went into the, we went into this like private room mm-hmm. and she's like, take off your jacket. And it was me and her. Mm-hmm. So I took it off. I'm like, okay. She pat me down. And she's like, we could have saved so much time if you had just taken off your jacket. And I said, we could have saved so much time if you didn't make me do this. But mm-hmm. And the thing is, she probably knew what the rules were. She knew of that. Of course she knows. Do you know how many Muslims there are in London? Mm-hmm. Of course she knows yeah and it's and maybe she's quote-unquote doing her job yeah but like come on 
And especially when you're visibly Muslim, you feel like you have to like represent for the whole. Even if you're not, <laughs> I, I remember when um, Sebri and I, like my brother and I were traveling mm-hmm. and we have the exact same middle and last name. Mm-hmm. It's just our first name that's different. Yeah. But for some reason he, uh, we were, I think we were, we were traveling to the States mm-hmm. and they like held, held both of us cause we were traveling together. Yeah. So they held him for questioning for like two hours mm-hmm. and it just so happens that there's like a terrorist out there with the same middle and last name. Mm-hmm. And I think first name too. Yeah. Sabri at the time used to travel a lot to the States for work. Mm-hmm. And so they held him for questioning mm-hmm. and you know what the officer said to him? What? He's like, like after they realize like Sabri's not a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, like, sorry, we have to do all this. Like, you know, it's just part of our protocol or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever BS that they yeah, say, yeah. you know, you should probably change your name though. Like to avoid this. What? And Sabri's like, I'm not going to change my name, but you guys should probably change the way that you do screenings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nah. Obviously, he's not a terrorist if he just went to the States like two months ago. Yeah. And he was fine. Like, there's no red flag on his pro. You know, like, it was just so stupid. It's like, a lot of overkill, honestly. <sighs> and ironically enough, the most people who are affected by true terrorism are Muslim people. Right? Yeah. Because who do you think those people are attacking in those countries? Americans There's- are attacking... Muslim no, people. but also the 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 true terrorists, like the the people who, like Wahhabis and all them, like they're actually killing other Muslims. I know because they say, oh, they're not Muslim, but yeah. Th- so like we're affected, or at least Muslims in general are mm-hmm. affected by terrorism the most. Yeah, and they're also being blamed for it. So it's like you're being hit from both sides, and it's a frustrating situation to be in, and you feel like at the same time, like you have to represent uh, the the religion uh especially if you're phys- not physically or what is it visibly Invisibly muslim in a muslim, way yeah so um i i feel like that's slowly turning like people are getting more uh open to muslims in general but i think that's just because of the circles that we usually hang on ha- hang out in or the type of media that we ingest in ourselves so but it, honestly i feel like in general around the world it's it's still pretty bad like of course it is there are i'm sure if we went to certain parts in the states Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'd probably get shot killed yeah looked at attacked something Mm -hmm. for sure it would happen yeah it's kind of sad to think know that like you could there's literally places in a place that's quote-unquote called the first world country where you can't walk down the street without being either harassed or being physically assaulted in some way did you see what france just did recently oh france is a whole other story they're banning halal meat they're banning halal meat like my mind is blown they've already gotten rid of the hijab the niqab all of that Mm -hmm. but to ban halal meat are you out of your mind yeah i can't go to france anymore then man oh i i we we not supporting them Mm -hmm. anymore okay too bad for them but to like like that is so extreme Mm mm-hmm that is how so are they extreme. not getting how are they not being called out for it because there is this whole like the media is against us as well and it's it's mm. even even the progressive media is not really uh they're not calling out all this stuff that's happening uh places like france or in general in america that, like as, as much as they should be right uh and they're kind of falling into that whole um side of like not calling white people terrorists and all that kind of information so it's just it's a frustrating uh, situation to be in, honestly. I didn't want. I didn't want to end it on like a very negative note. I know. Here. I'm like really <laughs> upset. Can we talk about something a little bit more positive? Like, I don't even know what to spin it to because mm-hmm. 
Now I'm like, actually, my mood is just. I had to build a 3D replica of my bedroom. In grade two. But I didn't actually do it. My mom did it. You built a what? A 3D replica of yeah. my bedroom. It was a project for school. For like architecture or something? <laughs> it was art. <laughs> it was you know, honestly, sick. these teachers are just making up whatever they could no, for it, projects. No, it was pretty sick though. You, you want to know? I built a, I mean, I obviously at the time I didn't, mm-hmm. I was in grade two, but I built a replica of my mom's room. Yeah. And you know that, um, oh my God, what is it called? The, you like your vanity? Is it called a vanity? What's that thing with it where it has a mirror and then like drawers at the bottom? What is that called? Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a, not a, a dresser. It's not. No? No, there's a, sp- like, the one with a mirror on it. Is that a dresser? It's not. The what dresser is, me, like, the one that stands let alone. Let me pull this up. Let me pull this What's up. What's the one with the mirror and then the drawers under it? What is that with called again? Mirror. <laughs> I'm pulling it up right now. It's gonna yeah, it's me. called a, uh, a dresser. No, it's not. Yes, it is. With the mirror? I just pulled it up right now. Hold on. I'm going to search it up, too. Load. What did you search? What did you search? Dresser with mirror. No, obviously, <laughs> obviously it's gonna. Oh my god! Hold on. Mirror dressers. Okay. Anyway, you know what I mean. Yeah. See, anyway, I was right. It whatever. is called the dresser. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was so sick. I remember this. Yeah. I used aluminum foil as the mirror. Isn't that sick? You thought you were so creative. You're like. It was creative. I got it a hundred percent. You got a hundred percent on that. Of You're, course, it was so. It was super creative. I gotta see pictures of this. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I still have it, but like, I just de- were you. <laughs> I loved my favorite thing to use was paper mache. What you use paper mache? Yeah, you never use paper mache. No, maybe that was like, like once a or part twice. of every project. I don't know why it was so just fun, like getting your hand in like the glue and the the newspapers and like you make like a, you do this cool thing where you like blow up a balloon oh, and you yeah. put the paper mache around it, yeah, let it harden, yeah, yeah. and you pop the balloon on the inside. Art Attack taught me that. Yeah, this <laughs> thing. Remember Art Attack? PVA glue with water. No, he made everything look so easy, and then you do it yourself, and it looked like the crippled version of whatever he was trying to make. Remember the salt, the salt murals. The salt. Oh yeah, do you I remember, remember that? That, that was pretty oh, sick. That was, that was actually a really good show. What happened to those kind of kids shows? Uh, they probably still have them, but we just don't consume them ourselves. I don't think they do. I feel like yeah, maybe shows are completely different now. They're so different now, but. Um, I don't know. Did you not ever have that stress of like the night before the project was due, like forcing your parents to take you to like Walmart or like Staples to buy like Bristol board <laughs> and glue and scissors oh, to, like put I together? That, where we have to, but like I was a lazy kid, so I'd do all that stuff two days before school, and I'd like print it all out on my computer and like stick everything just like square. Put you it didn't on like cut it up into color. like nice shapes and like nah, construction. Man. <gasps> Mm-hmm. I used to put an effort, but I I worked best under pressure, so I would do it the night before. Yeah, and it's like that panic of like it's six p.m. Yeah. Stores close at nine, so I'm like someone has to take me to Staples, and I'm buying everything last minute. And so yeah. every September, my parents were like, "We're gonna buy you friggin' stationery." So we would buy like the the big thing that was like this thick yeah. with like different colored construction paper. I remember those booklets. Do you remember those? Yeah. And then like sometimes I would just buy like bristol boards in different colors in bulk mm-hmm. and that way i already had it at home yeah so when i was ready to do my like board you were one of those kids man i did not put in any no, effort into i my used projects. to i used to live for bristol boards but i honestly i was i, was, I sucked at school like i think <laughs> i failed science in like grade three and like how it's so easy it's like colors and stuff i got an r in that class and they literally what? pulled me out of class 
I cried on my way home because I knew I was getting a beating from it. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel grade three science? I have no idea. But I know that like I it was so bad that my teacher, you know when they give out the papers? Yeah. Like I didn't get mine. And I was like, oh, oh maybe he forgot or something. And he's like, Amir, can you uh, pull up uh, out of class? And I walked outside and he gave me the paper. And I started bawling my <laughs> eyes out. And I had to go to summer school. I went to summer school almost all the way through or like for a few years in elementary what? school. I got stabbed in in elementary school by a pencil. Who stabbed you? Or not elementary school, in summer school. Because summer school was like usually a lot of the problem kids, right? I was I was one of the problem kids, honestly. Like I was a crazy kid at the time. Someone but, like, stabbed you in school? Yeah, and I stabbed him back. But <laughs> what? <laughs> but like, um, yeah, I got stabbed in in summer school uh, because like you know how you'd always sit in groups of four. Yeah. So there was this one kid that they sat me next to, and we hated each other. Like, we didn't want anything to do each other with each other. And I hated it because, like, he was the only other black kid in class, too. I was like, why do we have to have that much attention? Why would he man? stab you, though? But I don't know. I think we were doing something where we were you were doing some, like, arts and crafts or something for, yeah, arts and crafts inspired. But, like, we had a bunch of pencils on the table. Mm. And I think he took, like, the color, colored pencil, sorry. <laughs> and he took one of the pencils that I wanted. So I tried to take it from him. So, of course, like, I didn't like him at the time, so I thought he did it to spite me. So I took it from him, and I Come don't know on. if he, like, sharpened all the pen- pencils ahead <laughs> of time, but, like, my hand, as I was grabbing it, he grabbed another one and stabbed it. Like, you know how you're trying to, like, hit something on the table, like, your fist on the table? He did that, but to my hand, and he got it in my hand, oh, and he, like, broke wait, off the tip. I think I remember this. Let me see your hand. Which no, I, don't, I can't remember where it was, but I did have a scar on my hand for, like, the longest time. I remember this. Yeah, and... And then uh, I took the pencil that I took from him and I hit him with it, but it didn't like stab him properly. I think I like hit him on his arm or something. Uh, And we ended up like fighting outside of the class. And since that day, like we were just fighting every single day. I think they had to sit us on opposite sides of the room. We just did not like each other at all. Hold up. Neither of you got like it suspended for stabbing each other. Because we were all problem kids. So they knew something was going to blow up at some point, right? That's messed up. It's summer school, man. <laughs> oh, my. I went to summer school once, but mm-hmm. not because I was repeating a class. Why? I was trying to get ahead. <laughs> no, you weren't. Yeah. I took so you were one of those kids. You were opposite of school, man. I sucked at school. I was in grade 10 mm-hmm. going to grade 11, but yeah. I took grade 11 math mm-hmm. in the summer. Good times. You took grade 11? You're such a nerd. I don't know why Ew. I did it. I, I really don't yeah, know. You did like, going to Satek? Yeah. All schools? And you know which school I went to? Mm-hmm. West Hill. It was me, Hanan, and Hannah. I remember. You guys did it together? Yeah. Me and Hannah were in the same class. Mm-hmm. And it was like the weirdest kids. Like we always were like so weirded out by everyone else. We're like mm-hmm. so weird. Like the only normal ones here. But yeah, I did summer school that one time. And I told myself I would never do it again. Yeah, I never did summer school after that either. I think I just got, I got, I just barely got by. I actually got pretty good marks in high school, but mostly because I chose the good teachers. <laughs> mm. I failed one <laughs> class in high in high school. I failed chemistry, and it wasn't like it wasn't like a bad fail. It was like forty four percent. And I begged my teacher. I was like, I don't even care to take another science class. Just pass me so mm-hmm. that I don't have a fail, mm-hmm. so I can have two spares in grade twelve. It was a it was a grade eleven. I don't even know why I took chemistry. Yeah. I, I had no interest in it, but I took it anyway. Mm-hmm. And he was so petty. Mm-hmm. He chose to fail me anyway and so every time i saw him in the hallway after that i just like ignored his existence and he would always try to say hi to me and i was like don't speak to me mm-hmm. you failed me and because of you i can't have two spares 
So just don't talk to me. <laughs> I used to hate him so much. I still do. Actually. There's always those a couple of teachers where just people. But like he, he, like for what reason? Like why? It's a power dynamic. Man. It's the power that they get from. He him. was and like, they get like a thrill out of that. He's like, I'll think about it. Like mm-hmm. it's six percent. I'm not. I have no interest in taking science mm-hmm. courses after this. I just don't want to failed class on my record. Mm-hmm. But he didn't care. Yeah. Any 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 time where someone has like power over other people, <sighs> it eventually gets to them like uh there are some of course there are some good people out there but eventually mm-hmm. there are some of them that are weak you know they eventually find out how much power they have and they take advantage of it and they just do things be to, to spite others some people don't deserve to be teachers I'm yeah just saying like okay see we were supposed to end on a positive note, and then we got I know. you know what guys okay that's gonna end po- this this went on a little long it uh did. but we're gonna end the podcast there um let's hope for a more positive topic next time yeah yeah, exactly. We'll work on our topics. You know, we're still getting used to this podcasting thing. Uh, but my name's Amir. My name is Sarah Lee. And you just listened to the Cousin Connection podcast. Oh, and follow us at uh, the Cousin Connection pod on Instagram. Um, you can follow me at Amir Was Taken on Instagram. You can follow me at um, Ali Sarah. I need to make know. that a little easier. Okay, well, she'll work on that. <laughs> She'll work on that. Let me finish the... It's it's really easy. Okay, what it's is it? A-L-I-S-R-A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can't even say your own name? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you record like late at night. The coffee has worn <laughs> off. I'm blaming that. It's A-L-I-S-A-R-A, two underscores. That's it. Yeah, and hopefully you found some... What, some of the stuff we talk about entertaining and uh hit us up in our dms not our personal ones in the cousin connection pod let us know what you want to hear from us you know we're open to talking about literally anything yeah um and yeah i mean that's that okay guys uh thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later see you later bye-bye